You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to The Whole Hard Truth, a brand new podcast hosted and produced by the one and only Oren Lamina. DNVR is expanding our podcast universe with new and different voices, perspectives, and ideas. This is just one of many shows that will be distributed but not produced by DNVR and will be different than the type of sports-centric content that we produce in-house. This podcast does contain some strong language and the views expressed do not reflect the views of DNVR. Enjoy the show. Let's get that in there. What's good, what's good? What's good, what's good, what's good? What's up? Dejan, all the family them. Y'all are wondering, who's EOD Brandon Baker? I'll tell you in a minute, man. Just letting a couple people get up in here before we get started. I really appreciate y'all joining me. It's a whole hard truth, Monday edition. More rounds of applause, more and more. More fire, more fire. I got nephews in the house, I got family in the house, and I got shit on my mind that I think we can all benefit from talking about. Sounds of the man Mike Coates, Food Chain's finest. You know what it is. Welcome, hello and welcome to The Whole Hard Truth, presented by the DNVR Podcast Network, and yours truly, of course. Hey, man, um, things are going well. Swimmingly, I might add. In fact, uh, we are three episodes in. This is going to be episode three. Right now, I'm doing it live, but we'll post this one. Uh, I got a whole ass topic on my mind to get into, but... I want to tell you how I got here. Who the hell EOD Brandon Baker is. So, you know, believe it or not, uh, I can be pretty self-conscious. They're like, what? You're like, what? You? Oh, no. Yeah, I can be pretty self-conscious. And sometimes, you know, you get out here and you're doing these things and, you know, you want to know if... uh, what you're doing is effective if it's if it's resonating you know what i mean if people are connecting with it you know what i mean i know i got my people you know what i mean who love me care about my opinions and my feelings <laughs> you know what i'm saying um but you know you want to know how you're affecting the 
you know, the larger world, the larger scale, uh, the larger scale world that you're trying to, that you're trying to touch. Right. Well, I found out a little bit. So that's why I named this, this episode Ode to EOD Brandon Baker. So, you know, the podcast, we're into episode number three now and, uh, episodes one and two, I just, you know, I couldn't be more happy with, I couldn't be more proud of, you know, it's, I'm getting a chance to do what I want to do and talk about things that matter to me and, you know, hopefully touch some people in the process. Not like that. Put your mind out of the gutter. Nah, you know what I mean? Just interface with, you know what I mean? With people's uh, inner faith. How about that? Ooh, the MC still lives. And, you know, just really, you know, connect on some on some dots that I think a lot of people are. I, it doesn't matter what a lot of people are doing. This is the shit I want to talk about. Bottom line. Okay. <laughs> and so I go to read the comments because who doesn't do that? Right. We all read the comments. So I go to read the comments uh, <laughs> from the podcast. And the first one that came up. Well, one of the first ones at the top says politics from a sports company. One star. No, thanks. <laughs> Round of applause uh, is an order, I think, from my man, Brandon Baker, because EOD Brandon Baker don't even know what he did. He lit that fire. And uh, fuck out of here. He lit that fire. And I'm going to run with it. So, EOD Brandon Baker, this one goes out to you. First of all, who in the world is watching the world, paying attention to the world, and only interested still in the sports world? Now, trust me when I say I've been pleasantly surprised at how entertaining the NBA finals were um, how locked in I kind of am with NFL football being back um, and playing, you know, it's just super politically charged times. And I think we all need, I think we all need that escape. You know, I think we all need that, that step back, you know what I mean? From how tense everything can be. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, don't nobody want to hear that shit, Sharif, <laughs> is where I feel like EOD Brandon Baker's coming from. And you know what, man? I, I kind of fuck with him. You know what I mean? Because it is so politically charged. But it still brings me back to sort of just wondering, like, who is living in these moments and still thinks that the sports world is the most important place to be. I just don't even <laughs> like what sports and entertainment. I'm still having a hard time watching people, you know, post certain things. And listen, man, I'm judgy. I'm judgmental. It's what it's what we do as human beings. Um, don't act like it's just me. So I have a hard time when I look on my on my Instagram feed. Uh, I'm rarely on Facebook, to be quite honest with you, unless I'm doing this with y'all. I have a hard time when I look on that and I see people posting about things that I find to be trivial in such pivotal times. Now, I'm reeling that in. I don't say that a lot. 
I'm not jumping on nobody's case. And here comes EOD, Brandon Baker. <laughs> I don't hold it against him. He wants his he wants his sports still. Hey man, within three weeks, in three weeks uh time, we are going to be well on our way to deciding uh who the next leader of the free world is, however long that's gonna end up taking. And I am loathed to think that the score of any football game the Sunday prior to this to November 3rd, Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. No one's going to give a shit who won on Sunday or Monday Night Football. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the World Series will have been decided by then and all there will be is football and quite possibly the end of the world. <laughs> so hey Brandon you want your space you can have it bud I'll keep an eye on the skies for you and I uh, on the just in case things should not uh, take the turn for the more normal and just get worse and I'll explain to you how I got to that point now yes I named this this episode an ode to EOD Brandon Baker. But truthfully speaking, this whole episode is going to be about freedom of speech. And I really do and would appreciate any feedback from you if you feel like uh, it's a conversation that you want to jump in. If you look into the, the, the chat, if you look on the chat, I put a link in there. And that link uh, gives you full access to me. It's like my phone line. Your face is going to come up. Oh my God. Everybody's going to see your beautiful face at nine o'clock at night. Your face is going to come up and, uh, we can sit and chop it up about this because I think that it's a subject worth talking about. I think that we've long since crossed the Rubicon, uh, at least in 2020 of needing to have flowery conversations in order to interact with one another. Um, truth be told if 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 it's not gonna get realer you know i don't know how much time i got for it you know conversation wise and if you choose to just you know sit back and enjoy the ride while i take you through uh through my mind uh you can do that as well but like i said if you look in the uh if you look in the chat and you want to jump into the cipher hit that link I'll be looking at my, it's like a Zoom call, basically. Uh, you hit that link. Uh, I'll be making sure I'm watching the call screen. And uh, I'll bring you on on this conversation. Because I would like it to be something that uh, we can all benefit from. And though I don't mind hearing my own voice, and neither do you, that's why you're here. Uh, I appreciate big round conversations. And if you know me, you know that about me. So, here we go. This one goes out to uh, the First Amendment and what that means to all of us uh, as Americans, as free beings. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. And I guess the first place to start would be uh, where we're already at, which is the upcoming election. And this Hunter Biden situation that has unfolded over the course of the last, you know, seven, eight days. 
And for those that don't know, these are the cliff notes. This won't be exact information, but it uh, enough to get you where you're trying to go. Hunter Biden's got a laptop. <laughs> Hunter Biden being the show, the son of Joe Biden. Hunter Biden's got a laptop and decides to leave that laptop for some weird reason <laughs> because he's Hunter Biden, the son of the former Vice President Joe Biden, leaves it at a computer repair shop and said lap- laptop is and the information contained there within are compromised. I'm, I'm going with the cliff notes. I'm going fast, so keep up. So the contents of this laptop have been compromised and make it all the way to the New York Post and the New York Post writes a story. And this story is very unflattering uh, in its depiction of Hunter Biden as a board member of the Ukrainian power energy company Burisma uh, and uh, paints a picture of a uh, of an entitled kid who knows that his dad is the is the vice president of the United States and is peddling favor with his father for a salary that he doesn't deserve. I mean, this is the picture that's painted by the emails. I'm not telling tales out of school. Um, and it's, you know, I think on one side of the spectrum, we're looking at things that we've always known that you like nepotism isn't new to any of us, is it? <laughs> Anybody who's who's had a, you know, powerful, you know, parent or family member, you know, acquaintance in a position of power and uh, a hiring position or a position of influence and was able to do you a solid, you know what I mean? Or do somebody that you know a solid because of that influence that they wield. This isn't new. This is the American way. Now, there are questions, obviously, of the inequities of using the office of the, 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 the highest office in the land, the executive office, to peddle favors for your family and, you know, get people rich and whatnot, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, it's something that we can all understand, but we know that it's wrong. Right now, this if you were following the impeachment proceedings earlier in 2000 and dumpster fire, <laughs> if you were following those proceedings, you know that the Republican response to the Republican response to the accusations that, you know, the current sitting president, 45, he who shall not be named, I don't think, over the course of this over the course of this uh, podcast, if only for the fact of not getting censored, because that's where we're at right now. Everybody's going insane and no one wants to hear anyone speak, but we'll get to that. Uh, you know, he and his family have been questioned, you know, the emoluments clauses and things of that nature. And during the impeachment trial, the best, one of the best arguments that the right could offer for whether or not, you know, the current sitting president did anything wrong in the 2016 election was Burisma, Hunter Biden, Burisma, Hunter Biden, Burisma, Hunter Biden. That was their answer. Not really answering the question as to whether or not this current sitting president did any wrongdoing, but Burisma, Hunter Biden, Burisma, Hunter Biden. That's how it went. Well, come to find out that this Burisma, Hunter Biden story obviously had some legs if you followed it, because what you would have been led to believe uh, from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and anybody backing that side of the argument was there's nothing to see here. Well, according to this laptop and the treasure trove of information, there's much to see there, including pictures of Hunter Biden smoking the crack rock. <laughs> this shit is wild. You can't write this shit. This is where we live. This is this is this is the day and age we live in. And 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 Brandon Baker wants to talk about, I don't know, Dak Prescott's twisted link i don't give a shit 
I'm loving the fact that sports are back. I love the fact that, you know what I mean, we're in a place where we do have an escape because this shit's been a lot. I just don't understand anybody right now. Quick sidebar. I don't understand anybody right now who's like, do we have to talk about that? It's like, yeah, we kind of have to talk about that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? The end of the world could be imminent. You don't want to talk about that right now? You know, you want your space for sports? All right, fine, cool. Congratulations to LeBron James and all Lakers fans. Uh, if, Al, if Al, if my homeboy Fowl is listening, yeah, you get your props, bro. <laughs> I said I said Nuggets in five. I was sorely mistaken. But it was entertaining. It was fun. I've been wrapped up in sports. Anybody who's been around me over these last couple, two, three months, it's been nice, man. It really has been nice to have an outlet. You know what I mean? It's been nice to have somewhere else to pour this frenetic energy that is uh, 2000 and Armageddon, 2020 Armageddon. Jesus. Anyway, back to Hunter Biden and Burisma. Um, you know, so at the beginning of the year, it was nothing to see here from the Biden side of the things. And then, you know, uh, come to find out, you fast forward to this laptop and Whatever you believe about what's on the laptop, here's two things that you need to take into consideration. The Biden uh, campaign and camp has not released any statement saying that anything that was released about his son and the pictures of him smoking crack and the emails of him trying to peddle his father's influence and his father actually knowing that this was the case. Um, the firing of Victor Shokin. Victor Shokin was the was the uh, prosecutor in Ukraine who was who was on the job to prosecute corruption and you know nepotism can be seen as corruption if if you know if you hire this board member and you pay him his you know god-awful amount of money just so he can influence policy via his vice president then at the time father you could see where that would be seen as corrupt and so you know there's audio of joe biden bragging about getting the guy fired <laughs> like you can't deny that it's there right and so fact after fact continue to stack up. And at least from this New York Post uh, article that came out and now we're here and you say, well, where's here, Oren? And I'll tell you, here is apparently, if I understand it correctly, because Twitter, this Facebook, the book of face that I'm on with you talking right now and Instagram have taken it upon themselves to say this story is not one that we will uh, allow to be posted on our platforms. Twitter went as far as saying that they will not post and support news that is or information that is uh, acquired via hack. Okay. Untrue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Edward Snowden's case comes to mind. In terms of things that you can find on Twitter right now about Edward Snowden and everything that he found that was all factual. He's being exonerated, at least in a court of law right now, even though he's kind of exiled from America. Edward Snowden, every claim that he made about what the NSA was doing was factual, uh, held up in a court of law. <laughs> uh, that information still lives on the backbone of these services, Twitter, Facebook, whatnot, whatever. So it's like, uh, well, you kind of do carry hacked information. You know what I mean? I mean, some people would say... I don't have a dog in the hunt, to be honest with you. If you want to know where I come out on all of this shit, uh, I, st I stand firmly, even more so now than ever before, firmly in the middle. Uh, I am a centrist. 
because I think both sides are insane. That being left, extreme left and extreme right. Uh, I'm a moderate and, you know, much like uh, Ice Cube and we'll get to Cube during this uh, little round robin. I'm like, nigga, who got the best package? Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like anybody's really looking out for people like me and people who think like I do. I don't I don't feel the love. It feels very partisan. It feels either very left, pick a left or or very, very pick a right. And I'm like, I'm not really riding with none of y'all. And I hear everything because I cannot not pay attention. Brandon Baker, EOD Brandon Baker. I can't not not pay attention. I can't just dumb out and watch NFL football because, you know, the apocalypse may be on the horizon, my friend. Everything's on fire. Dear God. Anyway, um, for Twitter to take that stance and for Facebook to take the stance of these things won't hit the won't hit the airwaves if we have anything to say about it can come across as one of two things. On one side, you could look at it as very much a reaction to what happened in 2016 around about this time, which was a flood of fake news, real news, misinformation, some real information hit the waves and everybody says that's what affected the 2016 election. That's why Hillary Clinton won by 3 million votes but lost in the electoral college. That was, you know, the the the, the whole FBI divulging of the 30,000 emails and not whatever. That was the, you know, that that was the thing. And so now this is a reaction to fake news, right? They they feel a responsibility uh to police the news that comes out on their platforms. Well, fuck it. It sounds responsible enough. You know, if that that that's a real thing, that, that, that whole misinformation, and we know how it played out in the 2016 election, I can see it. It's a bit of an overreaction in terms of, you know, you're not going to allow it, the story to hit it all. It got to the point. I don't know if any of y'all been paying attention. You let me know. It got to the point where, you know what I mean, like, People are tweeting out links to the New York Post. This is the New York Post. We're not talking about Breitbart. We're not talking about some wingnut, you know, you know, quasi news organization. We're talking about the New York Post. It's a pretty reputable source. Most would figure, right? <laughs> right? You know, you say New York Post. I think like New York Post, uh, New York Times, uh, Washington Post, like. L.A. Times, these are these are papers that, you know, if, if anybody's going to get accused of fake news, I'd I'd say you'd hold CNN and, 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 and other news organizations, Fox or MSNBC, even, you know, God forbid, it's where big cis works. But you'd hold them more responsible for partisan sort of, quote unquote, fake news than you would these newspapers. Newspapers still hold some modicum of of journalistic integrity. I don't know. You tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe you, maybe they don't. In, in in my estimation, though, th there's still sources that can be trusted to deliver news when it's time to deliver news. Do they take a partisan angle on a, on a on an opinion piece or an editorial piece? Yeah, sure. But for the most part, I think we can trust that these, you know, these sources of information are still news. You know what I mean? And, you know, if they acquired this Hunter Biden information, even if it was you know, gotten through a left laptop. Why the hell? You know why Hunter Biden would leave a laptop <laughs> with all that shit on it <laughs> and and not go pick it up and not crack. It's crack. It's crack. That's a crack. That's crack behavior. You you for sure smoke crack. If you, you know what I mean? You you got all these nudes and crack pipe 
pictures and damning emails <laughs> that prove without a shadow of a doubt that you were peddling your father's influence to curry favor with this, you know, Ukrainian energy company and God knows what else. That's cracky behavior. That's what a crackhead would do. He just left the whole fucking laptop, apparently. Just left it. He smoked crack. And that's not even just an, <laughs> that's not a wild assertion that he smokes crack. There are pictures of him with a crack. Who does that? By the way. Like, how many crackheads? Yeah, I mean, I guess you're a rich crackhead. Like, a rich crackhead can afford to take a bunch of selfies <laughs> with a crack pipe and just nodding out with a crack pipe in their mouth. And I guess that, you know, and just leave them on. There. The thought is, because you don't usually take selfies on your laptop, right? And this is where those pictures and the emails and everything were found. The thought is is more that, you know, he's on the cloud. So you take a picture on your phone. That's why you, you niggas, man, y'all, all that connectivity is going to get you fucked up. Your shit on your phone end up on your laptop. Your shit on your laptop. Then your girls, you know, she's like, hon, can I check your, can I check my email on your laptop? And you're like, sure. And then you don't remember that you got crack photos on there. Like, you can't write this shit. Google it yourself. Google Hunter Biden crack pipe. It, yeah. <laughs> Google Hunter Biden crack pipe. Do it right now. So you can't say that this. Okay, so, you know, what can you say on the left uh, to defend this? Well, he's got a drug problem. Okay, fine. Sure. Whatever. It's not something you should pick on. Okay, fine. Sure. Whatever. We shouldn't pick on it. Is it untrue, though? And that was Twitter's response. That that kind of backed Twitter's whole. Yeah, we're not saying it's not true. We're not saying that we just don't publish things that have been hacked, which again is questionable. It's just questionable. So it brings to this forefront this whole argument that people on the right have right now. And the argument on the right is is that these very liberal leaning YouTube, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. If polled, I think, although they come across as neutral because anybody can be on those things until they say you can't. Uh, it the, the thought is, is that, you know, they fall now under the line of the left-leaning mainstream media, those social network platforms. I don't know. How, I, I, you know, I look at the reaction to whom gets kicked off uh, who gets deplatformed? Most people are looking to the reaction of who gets deplatformed, and then making their decision from there. Like, okay, that that seems like it's inequitable. That doesn't seem fair, right? Um, Alex Jones booted off of all these platforms, and then named the left wing nut. You know, Keith Oberman is allowed to stay. Both say equally ridiculous things. One is deplatformed, the other is left to to be able to, and then it just so happens that the ones that are deplatformed are usually right leaning does that seem like a bias you'll be the judge oh, yeah, nigga, you got a mind of your own if you're asking me i could see where people would feel like there's some inequities here something something's not fair about this fair and balanced now that brings the question is it incumbent upon twitter or facebook or instagram or youtube all private companies to be fair and equitable with who they platform and deplatform it's really not quite honestly they're they're private businesses they can choose whoever they want to be on their platform and not now they have become the de facto public square 
Like, who's communicating on Black Planet still or, you know, MySpace? Nobody's on those things anymore. And those are private entities too, right? Everybody's on Facebook and everybody that's not on Facebook is on Twitter and everybody that's not on Facebook and Twitter is on Instagram. And everybody that's not on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is trying to get to YouTube and be a YouTube star. Like, you know, we're in a social networking world. This is where we're at. And with that being said, do they have control over their platforms? Sure. Why not? Do they have the right to decide who can be on their platform? And who? it's like I, I liken it unto I liken it unto a restaurant. No shoes, no shirt, no service. That's a, you know that, that that's where it's at. No shoes, no shirt, no service. If I own a business, and and is you know chicken and waffles. That's what I serve. That's my specialty. You want to come in for some chicken and waffles, and you ain't got no shoes on. You ain't got no shirt on. You're not getting no chicken and waffles because that's what the sign on my wall is. No shoes, no shirt, no service. And I think everybody can understand that private businesses should be able to operate the way that they want to. Blah. So they decide that they don't want to have, you know, this exculpatory evidence on Hunter Biden on their platform. They really do have a right to do that. If They decide that they want to take me off the air, you know what I mean? And not have me on their platform because I said something that, you know, flies in the face of what seemingly, you know, extreme left wing, <laughs> left leaning politics. They have the right to do that. It's not my right to be on Facebook. It's not my right to be on Twitter. It's not my right. It's my right to speak freely. I'm going somewhere with this because I saw something on Instagram today that was so shocking, so, so, so heinous that I'm still trying to process it. And hopefully I'm going to be able to get um, someone from um, from this group um someone from this group on because i team save america if you know anything about them or if you know anything about the story that i'm going to get into it's it's pretty shocking we'll get there in a second though point being is is that the breitbart i mean the new york post story was taken down and now there's a question as to another question now being asked as to whether or not it's an infringement upon, upon free speech now I'm not a small man, but considering that these are private entities and making decisions that they feel are in their business's best interest. No, if you ask me, no, it's not an infringement of free speech. If Twitter decides that it doesn't want to publish a story by the Washington, I mean, the New York Post and they want to block any link to that story. Is that an infringement of fun? No, it's not because that story still lives on the new york post website it's not like it was taken off the internet just wasn't allowed to go across twitter having said that it's kind of a troubling precedent it's kind of a troubling precedent like if i'm being honest just as looking at it literally as a neutral observer who cares only about my right and ability to speak freely more so in the streets than on social media. I get on here, I'm I'm a self-conscious bonehead anyway. You get on social media, you're worried far more about what people think about you. You know what I mean? You're far you're worried far more about, you know, your appearance. Uh, and whether or not, you know what I mean, everybody's gravitating to what you're doing than you are, you know, just speaking freely. How many times are you on social media and you're rewriting a post uh, in order to appeal to the most amount of people possible so that you get you know, 
you get the likes and then you get the endorphin rush and then you in there, right? I mean, everybody does it. We all do. And having said that, it's, it's just like, you know, f free speech to me is the ability to exchange ideas in the public square without being quote unquote deplatformed. Or, I don't know, having your teeth knocked out. Nigga, what? I wish a motherfucker would. I want to show y'all something. This shit right here got me hot. And I think it's because I am a huge proponent of if you don't like what I'm saying, just offer a better argument. It's pretty simple. In response to this whole Twitter deplatforming, YouTube deplatforming, Facebook deplatforming, and it always seeming to be somebody on the right, this young man right here with the no teethers, he ain't got no teethers. <laughs> you about to find out why. This young man right here, uh, his name is Philip Daniels, Philip Anderson, excuse me. And he, now for those who are gonna be listening to the podcast, we're talking about Philip Anderson. Philip Anderson started a group called Team Save America. Now, if you can see his face right there, Philip Anderson is a black man, okay? He's a black Republican, which is not the thing to be in 2020 right now. <laughs> that is boy, oh boy. You are, you are stepping into dangerous territory, but let's get to the whole reason for this freedom of speech shit what i'm playing for you now what you let me turn this down so if you're listening what you're hearing is this is audio and for those that are watching this is video of philip anderson leading here let me pause this for a second let me pause this for a second let me pause this for a second so Philip Anderson is the leader of a group called Team Save America, and they are conservatives who back conservative values. That's what they are, led by a black man, but that you get the gist of it. They are conservatives who back conservative values. What are conservative values? What do Republicans believe in? You know all the things. God, Jesus, want to tell women what to do with their body when it comes to abortion, uh, Second Amendment gun rights, don't tread on me, I don't want to wear a mask, COVID, but you know the thing. You, I don't need to educate you on that, but just to give you context, that's what this Team Save America, uh, th those are the, the values that they back. Now, there's some questions that Philip would have to answer to me you know, if I were able to stand in front of them and hopefully I can get them on the podcast uh, later this week, I reached out to their squad and uh, they were open to talking, but you'll see why right now wasn't the best. Time. <laughs> he ain't got no divas. But he backs conservative values as a black Republican. That's a tough place to be. You can imagine all the things that a black Republican, a black Trump supporting Republican gets called in 2020, October fucking 17th. Point being, Team Save America is watching what's happening with their side of the argument and it constantly being deplatformed or, you know, they're, they're the people that are speaking these things being deplatformed. And they decided to label it a free speech issue, free speech issue, a freedom of speech issue and take it to the streets. Now, again, I support 
Twitter and Facebook's and Instagram's right as private entities, YouTube's right as private entities to deplatform whoever they want. I do see where the inequities are. And if you're paying attention, you see them too. This is just what's happening in our world. And maybe you feel, maybe you feel like, hey, fuck them. Maybe you feel like, hey, you know, if, if you ride with that bullshit, that, you know, right wing Donald Trump bullshit, you deserve to be deplatformed. I'm always cautious of that. And I'll tell you why. Be careful of what you advocate on behalf of when it comes to silencing opinions that you don't like, because if it becomes the norm, if that becomes the baseline from which we're operating, well, how long is it before your opinions maybe one day are silenced? Like imagine Bronco fan, if uh, Facebook or Twitter were ran by Raider fan. <laughs> And they decided that all of a sudden it was distasteful to post and say anything about the Broncos. Imagine your guffaw, right? You, you ain't standing for that, are you, Bronco fan? Imagine if it became illegal to say, does it sound extreme? Of course it sounds extreme, but it's happening as we speak. And if you don't see that, you're just really not paying attention, you know? You're like my friend, uh, Brandon Baker, who just wants to talk about sports. I don't, I, I'm going to take a quick aside again. I don't understand. Seriously, I, I need someone to help me understand the, the type of person that right now is like, you know, I get the needing of an escape. But if you're that plugged out and you don't understand that the world is a much different place today, uh, mid-October 2020 than it was this same time last year like when i say a much different place i'm not saying like it's kind of a different place it's a vastly different place <laughs> it's like bizarro world nothing that mattered before matters now everything's different is it not are you looking at that are you walking around in the same world that i'm walking around in and you might want your escape from that bad enough to say politics on a sports channel i don't know the first two episodes by the way brandon baker the first two episodes weren't political. Asshole. One was a very heartfelt confession for me about, you know, reconnecting with two people that I love dearly. And the next one was about, can we talk about toxic feminism? Make sure that you follow the whole hard truth. Um, like and subscribe to all podcast platforms. Um, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Gratuitous, uh, gratuitous, gratuitous plug right there. Some of us don't need an escape like that, Brandon. We want to be locked into the madness. We want to see if the fire is coming on the horizon, Brandon. Brandon Baker. I don't take it personally. Doesn't sound like I took it personally, does it? Of course not. I'm fine with it. Critique. You have freedom of speech. You have the right to believe what you want, Brandon. You're an idiot. You're a head in the sand moron. I'm kidding. Anyway. The question is, is are these deplatforming sessions equitable or not? Is it fair or not? Again, it's not the public square per se, but I'm going to show you when, when it leaks off of the internet and leaks into the streets, which is where we are right now, Brandon Baker, EOD Brandon Baker, where we are right now is, is that 
our discourse and our disagreement has jumped off of calling one another reprehensible names on these Facebook and Instagram and Twitter pages and into the streets in your American brethren and sistren are literally attacking one another. Don't believe me. You don't believe me. Just watch. This is footage from a freedom of speech rally that was held on October, Saturday, October 17th in front of the Twitter headquarters in San Francisco. Now you're going to be hearing it and I'll play by play what you're hearing. And then we'll go to some more sound from the gentleman who I was just, you know, telling you about earlier who, you know, to this point, um, I really feel like might have a, you know, a serious case. So, fuck you and fuck you too, of course. Nobody wants you here, of course. So this is this is uh, the man in question walking, walking, by the way, with no no weapon. Okay, and right there he gets it. He's walking with no weapon, no vest on, no AR-15. He's walking someone into his free speech event that was being held in front of uh, the Twitter headquarters in San Francisco. And they are surrounded by Antifa. We all know who Antifa is. These are the anti-fascists. Some some of them seem like they're just really emotional, you know, left wing kids who are mad at their parents. (laughs) And now I've found that, you know, uh, civil disobedience and dissidents in the street. That's the outlet or they can fuck you, mom and dad. You know what I mean? People who haven't had, you know, these this is just my assessment, by the way. You know, no real struggle in their own personal life. You know what I mean? And have found a cause to attach themselves to. And hey, more power to you. You feel that strongly about it? Go out and punch people in the face. Just make sure it's not a six foot, two inch black man named Warren Lamenta because it's not going to go well for you. But um, what's happening is 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 this this young man, Philip Anderson, who is this black Republican, the leader of this Team Save America uh, movement uh, that supports, you know, supports right 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 leaning ideals he's a black republican actually has an affiliation with the proud boys that might have been his biggest mistake you know what i mean he has an affiliation with the proud boys and you'll hear out of his own mouth by his own admission i don't know why you know and it's here's the irony that i did take from this proud boy related this is an attack and if you know anything about the proud boys if you did your research after trump's guffaw this is why people believe that that dude's a racist because you have the, the easiest thing in the world to do is to denounce white supremacy. <laughs> what do you want to call him? Hey, excuse me, President Trump, do you fuck with white supremacists? Uh, fuck that. Stand no. Stand back right? and stand by. And the by. fact that it's like pulling teeth to get what them do to, to say him? that is what well, it just supports the narrative that he's a racist. What do you want to call him? And then when you back that and then you follow that up with stand so what, stand back and stand by? Stand back and stand by. You know. He might be a racist. Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacist. Would you like me to condemn? It's not outside of the realm of possibility. So for this, you know, kid to align himself with that, hey man, you, you kind of are setting yourself up. Having said that, does he not have the right to align himself with whoever he wants? What do you want to call? See, him? a mature thinker like myself says yes. Back to the sound of what's happening. So I'm going to play by play. So we have Philip Anderson. We have a a member of maybe it's even the Proud Boys that he's walking in. Whoever he's walking in wanted to come into the wants to come into the rally, the free speech rally, and is being stopped by Antifa members. And now Philip comes to walk him in to escort the guy. So 
you're watching the screen, you're seeing. I love the lady with the loud voice. The, the chick yelling with the loud voice is probably my favorite part of this whole thing, only because you know she's one of these motherfuckers that wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight, but she's there egging them. So that's Philip Anderson saying, I've never met this guy before, but he seems like a nice guy, and I'm going to walk him into my event. And the, he's being surrounded by Antifa members that are saying, you know, of course, get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome in our city. Told you. Get the fuck out. Now, right there, if you're watching, a guy runs up, he's hooded, masked, has on a short sleeve shirt, but it's basically an all black with a backpack. The quintessential Antifa. Who the fuck are you, member, is what I'm looking for. And runs up and sneaks him from behind. It's, it's not, he didn't square up on him. He doesn't, you know, he's not, he's not squared up on the dude. He's just, you know, he runs up from behind and he, he sucker punches him the first time. There she is. Cry about it, cry about it. Wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. <laughs> this bitch. Cry about it, cry about it. She's like, she's on fire. She's lit as it were, right? So he's already taken one punch to the face, and it's thought that this punch in the face, and I'll show you, one of these two punches, it takes two uh, as you're watching this, but one of the punches, at least that first one, got his attention. Cry about And now there's the second blow. So the second blow, uh, or the first blow. Cry about it, cry about it, cry about it, cry. Who is that kid? You know what I mean? And this is where we're going with this oh oh cry about it cry about it oh and then he takes another one now here's the thing about philip and i'm gonna I'm give you some some advice bro we got to work on your hands man you can't be out here in these streets as a black republican and not have no hands man <laughs> you it's ill-advised to be out in here in these streets right now in the streets of america uh and have no hands as a black Republican, you probably going to want to have you some hands because obviously um, the guy who ran up on him, that, that wasn't no, that wasn't no gene maneuver. You ran up on a guy and you sucker punched him from the back. I don't give a fuck what his politics are. That wasn't no gene maneuver. You ran up on him. You sucker punched him from the, from the back. He obviously ain't got no hands. You know, he damn sure ain't ready to shoot the fate. Uh, because he took it and he didn't turn around and square up on anybody. He just tried to grab the guy that he's trying to escort inside. Poor Philip. Tried to grab the guy that he's trying to escort inside and just, I just want to continue on my way. And then he takes another shot to the mouth. And I think the dude must have on brass knuckles or something because both of those hits were pretty basic. And for them to do what they ended up doing to him, it's like, damn, son. You just got your shit rocked, bitch. <laughs> this bitch is wild, nigga. I'm telling you, man. It, it, to my friend, Brandon Baker, this is the world that you just want to pay attention to sports in? Hey, man, okay. More power to you, bro. Keep your head in the sand. You just got your shit rocked, bitch. That's what the bitch says. It sounds like you wouldn't bust a great bitch. You didn't rock his shit. What do you want to call him? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And this is there now they're being followed by Antifa members. Chased over a fence and into where their event was being held. And then all shit hell breaks loose. Semi uh, get the fuck out being chained. Get the fuck out. This is where we're at. 
Okay. Now, let's recap real quick. If you saw the video, Google the video yourself. Team Save America. I mean, it's the, the story gets deeper because you might not find it. You're definitely not going to find it on Instagram. And I'll explain why. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You're not allowed to be here espousing your views of free speech. By the way, it was a free speech rally. Trust me, before anybody gets all lifty, make sure that you come prepared to uh, do verbal battle and 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 do that with uh, armed with very marshaled thoughts. Because what I don't want to be misconstrued is this. I am a supporter of free speech. End of story. I'll say it again for the cheap seats. I am a staunch supporter of free speech. Stand back and stand period. by. And I don't give a fuck what's being said. And I'll explain to you why. Because garden variety racist skinhead A wants to be able to say whatever he wants the fuck to be able to say. Stand I'll back fight and to support by. that man's right or woman's right to say it simply because I don't want anybody telling me what I can and cannot say. You can't get into, we can't, there, it's impossible to get into this space that Instagram, Twitter, Facebook are putting themselves in where you pick and choose what is dangerously spoken. Now it's their right to do so as private entities that run private businesses, but it's impossible to think that you're going to be the arbiter accurately of what is and isn't responsible or safe free speech even when it comes to misinformation sure is it your job to protect boneheads who don't do their own research on the links that they click on before they repost it stand is it your job twitter by. or facebook to make sure that you're policing the streets for those numbskulls who don't know enough to google the source of whatever story that they're reposting because it reaffirms their already you know collective bias that they operate in i guess maybe that is your job but at the end of the day you're not going to be adequate in arbitrating that and you're going to end up being looked at as probably biased which is what's happening because again the right will make the argument and it's somewhat accurate that they're the only ones that are being deplatformed. And if you look across the list of people that have been deplatformed, you make the decision for yourself. You don't need me to tell you whether or whether or not there's a bias at work here. I am a staunch supporter of free speech, even that of things being said that I find reprehensible because it is our First Amendment right and it is imperative that we maintain it as Americans not just for the people that you like or for the people that you hate, but for yourself. Because Lord forbid, if you end up being the person that gets these, that, 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 that's similar to my argument about police brutality. Is it wrong that the police indiscriminately, uh, or at least on camera, often brutalize people that look like me? Fuck yeah. But my argument to anybody is, if they can do it to me, it's only a matter of time before they do it to you. Self-preservation is the first rule of mankind. You should want to protect free speech for anybody just because you want to protect your own right to speak freely. And understand that in the marketplace of ideas in the public square, take it off Facebook. I'm talking about in the streets like these guys are. 
where those are public grounds that anybody can stand on, I, I believe, except for when you get onto Twitter's property. If we're going to denigrate, denigrate, excuse me, into a society where you think it's OK for me to stand with me and mine and have a rally. And because you disagree with what it is that I'm saying, you think that you're going to come and put your hands on me. Like I said, you'll be sadly mistaken in that regard. That's not going to go well for you. And no one wants to live there. None of us want to live there, do we? What about you, Brandon Baker? You don't want to live there, do you, where you're a super sports fan and all you care about is sports and you want to be able to go on to, you know, my goddamn review. Why'd you have to leave the review, Brandon? Keep those things to yourself, psych. It's free speech, man. You can say whatever the fuck he wants. Stand I have the comments up there. There's the reviews up there to be had. And to Brandon Baker, he doesn't want to hear political shit on what a sports from a sports company. You hear that, Brandon? What do you I'm talking to Spano? You hear that to my DNVR fam? There's a guy who doesn't want to hear politics on a sport from a sports company. No thanks. Psych, man, leave that. Y'all leave Brandon alone. And by y'all, I mean me. What do you want to call him? He can have his opinion. It's a free speech country, and I support his right to speak freely. So what we have now to recap is we have a gentleman who's having his free speech rally, which even if you disagree with his right wing politics, that free speech rally was as much for me and you and you and you as it was for him. Right. He's free speech is what they were out there for. And they're out there protesting in front of Twitter because Twitter seemingly is infringing upon people's right to speak freely. Although, again, as a private entity, they do have the right to take and take down and put up whatever the hell they want. And that's just something that like, I think what we need is we need like a public commons on the Internet that's similar to Twitter or Facebook. But it's I mean, you don't want it to be state ran, but it needs to be more like like the blockchain. It needs to be more like like um, like cryptocurrency, something that's decentralized that no one has control over and everyone can participate in because that would truly be the digital public square. These are private companies, but the sentiment is still the same. They pick on right wing policies right now and, and they're taking those down and leaving all types of shit up, <laughs> all types of shit up. The shit that you, I, you can do, you know, you can actually search and find porn on Twitter. You can find messages about people saying that they eat babies on Twitter. <laughs> so that's not dangerous, but someone espousing that, you know, Trump would be a better pick for America or that Hunter Biden smokes crack. And he does. He does. It's a fact. There's pictures, evidence. The guy smokes crack. Is, it, is that so bad? It's going to ruin his dad's chances to be president is what some people would say. And some people would say, oh, if you ruin, you know, his chances of being president, that means we're not getting our way. So you're using your ability to shape and and direct what the public sees on your platform in order to keep certain stories suppressed that are to this point the the biden camp has not said hunter biden doesn't smoke crack those aren't pictures of Hunter biden smoking crack they haven't said hey those emails about him wielding his dad's influence uh like a child like an entitled child that's not true no one's saying that they haven't addressed it at all <laughs> which is normally what you do in politics right if it's true just don't address it and just hope that the crowd moves on, which we normally do, right? That's what we do. We don't really care. <laughs> right? Just uh, moving on. Anyway, 
this guy's holding a free speech rally in San Francisco. And as best I can tell, he gets sucker punched by an Antifa member. He's being yelled at by some lady. Yeah, God, cry about it. Cry about it. She was going off. Let's hear that again. She's something else. You got to love people who don't participate in violence uh, but advocate so vociferously on behalf of Cry about it, cry about it. He's like, he just knocked out my teeth. <laughs> you don't need to hear it from me. You want to hear it from the man himself? I mean, if you're watching, if you're currently watching, look at this picture. This is what free speech gets you in 2020. That's what advocating on behalf of free speech gets you in 2020. What, what we're looking at for those who are listening only is a picture of a man with half a teethus. He got one whole no toothus, and then he's got a the other half of his teethus is hanging out. That's fucked up. Knock out that man's teethus for wanting to for wanting to speak freely. I wish a motherfucker would. Put your hands on me if you want to. Let's hear from from so the, the event himself. itself. Before Antifa started attacking everyone, was very successful. A lot of people came to the event, but Antifa was threatening them and using oh, violence to get them to leave. And police were on the other side of the Antifus. barrier with me. They should call him Antifus. The I got my teeth knocked out is because I Antifus. went outside the barrier to try <laughs> yeah, and damn. into the event that wanted to actually come to the event and listen to us. Okay, because there's a lot of people who came, but Antifus stopped them from Antifus. Not Antifa, Antifus. Knock that man's shit straight out of... Boy, I wish a motherfucker would. Listen, I'm a civilized man. I'm a man of many wishes. Hope my premonition misses. The topic, Venus Cruz, is freedom of speech. Free speech is the topic. Um, Listen, I, I think we've reached... Now, Joe Biden's got a question to answer. And the story gets deeper. Here, I'll play you some more. Here's The story gets deeper. This is a post-loss of Tifus. There's a lot of people who came, but Antifus stopped Antifus. coming in. And this is all caught on camera. Them attacking us, them knocking out my teeth, all in the news, what they did to my teeth. You know, I went to the hospital. They had to pull one of my teeth out. Now it's right. two teeth right there. Tephus and Tephus. And like Enrique are saying, oh, right. th this is why I told him he can't do the event. He never told me not to do the event. He's just doing all this, trying to make himself look like he's not. Now the event again is a free Enrique speech event talking about uh, the ability to speak freely without being deplatformed by whomever. Not, you know, now we can talk about what you're saying, but free speech doesn't say, you know, the First Amendment, right? The only thing you can't do, I think, is like yell fire in a theater, right? Things that will cause harm to other people. Otherwise, you know, speak freely. Uh, and I believe in that. I support that. Not because I support maybe whatever values. I support a racist, the most staunch racist. I support an atheist, although I, I don't really care either way. Their right to say whatever it is that they want to say. I, I support free speech, not so much because I agree with every point of view, but because I never want anyone telling me that I can't say what is my God-given right to you say. never win the narrative. That's the whole point. People saw them Antifa. attack a black man, saw them talk, attack a black man's event, knock his front teeth Oh, out. we saw it. For Your no teeth reason. There's no reason to why they did it. Look what they did to his teeth. Okay, there's no reason. And that's a major they, victory. Two teeth. See, this is where we got to help. We got to help 
my brother Philip Anderson out. You know, and he, you know, you, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be held against me, but you can hear the carriage of his voice. He's a little Tiger oh, Woods right? There's not a lot of hood right in there, there with him. Two teeth, Philip like is teeth. are saying, oh, th this is why I told him he can't do the event. He never told me not to do the event. He's just doing all this, trying to make himself look like he's not a pussy. Enrique, you should have told him not to do the event because they knocked that man's two front teeth out. The event. He's just doing all this, trying to make himself look like he's not a pussy. Enrique, you have to understand that this is a major success. Is it? I mean, is it? Is it really, Philip? I mean... Continue on. You want to know why? Yes, because right now you're speaking with no Tifus. So you're going to have to please make it because good. Because won the narrative. Ah, the narrative. You lose your Tifus, but you win the narrative. It's like you walk over, but you limp back. Lose your Tifus, but you win the narrative. I got you. You never win the narrative. That's the whole point. Who doesn't win the narrative? I mean, you're not winning the narrative right now because it's like, you ain't got no divas. You look like Leon Spinks. People saw them attack a black man. Saw them talk, attack a black I saw man that. Event, knock his front teeth out. Knock his no two reason, front teeth no out. There's no reason to why they did it. No, that's true. There's no reason to have knocked that. He wasn't violent. He wasn't yelling it. In fact, he was very docile. Very docile. Even past the point, like, even if he could have just, you know, kind of sh shoulder shoved the lady who was like, cry about it, cry about it. Okay, there's no reason. And that's a major victory. Is it? Look at your... No, I'm kidding. Okay, he wants to win the narrative. See, he's playing the long game. Lose two Tifas now, win the narrative later. That's that's some long game That's some long game thinking for your ass. This is a free speech rally. A free speech rally and nothing else against big tech. And they shut it down. They shut it down. That's what they did. And it exposes them completely. How does it? The entire country. Your is gums. About your gums are exposed. San Francisco, and people are pissed off about how we were treated. People never get pissed off about how the Proud Boys are treated, Enrique. Now that's you only your see problem. An event as an event. That, that's where you're gonna lose a lot of people. At least you're gonna lose part of the. You're worried about winning the the narrative, the the PR war. People really believe, and this is the irony of the Proud Boys, is that if you know the history of this uh, organization, the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys was founded, if you did your research, and you should have, because as soon as Donald Trump brought it to the forefront, you should have went and looked up like, who are these Proud Boys? What, what is this What is this Proud Boy that you speak of? I love the what, what's happened since though, because you know, some LGBTQ, some of our LGBTQ allies jumped on it and they're like, oh, we'll show you what a Proud Boy is, thongs and all. Uh, so the Proud Boys, um the founder uh so enrique the enrique that he's speaking about is a gentleman named enrique tario who's currently right now the um the leader of of said proud boys they were started by a guy named gavin mcginnis and gavin mcginnis uh is an open supporter of you know punching people in the face with whom you disagree um, so the irony of what happened to, and we'll just hear, I, I can show you, but I can tell you the irony of what happened to, uh, Philip Anderson is that his support of the proud boys, uh, came back and didn't bite him in his ass much as it, uh, hit him in the teeth because, <laughs> because 
you know, I, I think that it is reprehensible, quite honestly. I think it's reprehensible to respond to a better argument with your fists. Now, it happens all the time. Uh, it happens all the time. People are, are very irresponsible. Don't believe me. Take Gavin McGinnis uh, in his own words. And I hope he explains him. He, he explains uh, his philosophy, we'll call it, uh, in in this clip because you know he's he's on board with fooling having said he fully advocates violence for for ideas i think being a man requires four things you have to have broken a heart you have to break someone's heart you have to beat the shit out of someone and you have to have the shit beaten out of you okay you have to beat the shit out of someone and you have to have the shit beaten out of you that's Okay, that's how you feel like it is, you know, what it takes to be a man. Uh, some people would probably call that toxic and very toxic masculinity. So the irony here is that I'm an egalitarian, I'm an anti-racist, I'm a pro-gay, pro-woman's rights individual, the same punk rocker I was when I was 18, but now the Nazi skinheads I'm fighting are you social justice warriors! So... The history behind the Proud Boys is they definitely have leaned or linked in this in this instance. They've definitely linked hard right. Be that as it may, his support of violence uh, in exchange for for ideas is problematic, and it ended up coming back to bite one of his followers in the Tifus. Uh, the exchange of the marketplace of ideas cannot be policed by fists. No one's ready for that. No one's ready for that if that's the game that we're playing, especially if that's the game that I'm playing, because I'm going to swing first. Tupac taught me well. Bomb first. Plan, plot, strategize, but bomb first. That's not where we want to live, is it? One, it's unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. The answer to an argument that you don't like is twofold. You got one of two choices. The first choice is the most adult. Don't don't listen. Don't absorb it. Don't listen. You're hearing things that you don't like. The easiest thing for you to do is go the other direction, because unless that person is holding you against your will. They got their opinion. They're entitled to it. You have the freedom of thought and the freedom of speech as a human being, let alone as an American. It's written in writing. I mean, as, as a human being, it's written on the annals of time. As an American, eh, it's as old as the Constitution. And it should be respected, even for thoughts that you find reprehensible, because it's a very immature mind to me. It's a very immature. It's a very immature person that looks at something that they don't like to hear and wants that person deplatform. I just think that's immature. I don't like that. You're saying things that are mean. Oh, that's that's hate speech. All of those things can be true and it's still be very immature of you to think that the answer to that which you don't like to hear is deplatforming. Even when you're talking about misinformation. Because again, I think it's everybody's duty to do what I do. If you read it, Google it twice. 
three times. Go on DuckDuckGo. Find a different platform where you can do your own research. You shouldn't just, as an adult, like if you're older than 13, like I got a 14-year-old who's very discerning. If you're older than 13 and you don't know enough to fact check your sources and you're just running with whatever because it suits your bias, I mean, you kind of you kind of set up to fail in this world. It's like, you know what I mean? I call that the thinning of the herd. Anybody led astray, any adult, I should say, led astray on the internet because of something that you read and you wanted your bias confirmed. You found something that confirmed your bias and you ran with it. Trust we've all done it. It doesn't make it the world's fault. It doesn't make it the person that's trying to, you know what I'm saying? I can't, personal responsibility isn't part of what we're doing anymore as adults. Is that, is that real? Is that a real thing? We don't have to be personally responsible for ourselves anymore as adults. Okay, well, shit. I want to cash out on my personal responsibilities. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we talking about? It doesn't make sense. You're responsible for whatever comes across your feed. It's the stuff it's curating to you. If you watch The Social Dilemma, you know this. That shit's curated to you anyway. The things that most people, what they figured out is that most people, you can they're tracking what you love and what you hate because that's what most people google what they love and what they hate so you need to check in with yourself and you need to be responsible for whatever it is that you read on the internet and i do understand that there was a whole campaign of misinformation in 2016 i get it does that mean that we need to police the internet in a way that we can't that we're, we're picking and choosing what opposing views are dangerous and whatnot that's just not a place where i think anybody wants to live i just don't because like I said, eventually, right now, it's it's easy to laugh and ha 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 and ki ki ki. And, you know, the reason I found out about this story at all, to be honest with you, was because a guy who I follow on Instagram. Uh, let me see if I can find him on here. His name's Hawk Newsom. He's a, a black activist out of New York, out of the Bronx. I respect him because he's out there doing the work. Like, you know, I'm some knucklehead on Facebook Live uh, that has a podcast called The Whole Hard Truth. And, you know, I, 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 I think, you know, I'm a. I think I'm a good arbiter of, of what's going on in these streets enough to talk about it. But this man's in the streets doing that work. He's the one that posted the video I saw first of uh, Philip Anderson being accosted. And the tone of the message that he put up was, ha ha, that's what you get. Fuck around and find out what it's like to support the Proud Boys and support Trump. All those things being said and all those things being true. I would hope and what I responded to Hawk Newsom was along the lines of, that's all fine and well. I fuck with you. But this sets a bad precedent because the precedent that it sets is we are going to attack anyone who has opposing views, attack people who want to harm you, by all means, defend life and limb. Opposing views, if that's where I'm telling you. And, and, and my friend Brandon Baker is telling me all you want to talk about is sports and we're living in an America. Where once again, it's unsafe to be on the streets, not because you're a gangbanger, not because it's unsafe to be on the streets because of your views. My nigga, nobody wants to live there. No one wants to live in that America. I can only imagine what it's going to be like in two weeks. <laughs> like, my nigga, what? Trust me, week six or seven or whatever, the NFL season is going to be one of the last things on my mind. And it's been wildly entertaining, although it sucked that the Packers got waxed by the bucks this weekend like what the fuck was that can i speak freely on that we're not gonna waste time on it my point is is that it's just a bad precedent and that's what i messaged to hawk i'm like bro like 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's cool right now, haha, because it's somebody whose views you oppose taking the punch to the face. But you, the street organizer, imagine when you're out and you're organizing and you're holding a rally that's about, you know, the support of black lives and somebody wants to show up and start accosting people at your rally for your views. Is that what we want? Is this where y'all want to live? Don't ask. I mean, shit, I'm asking y'all. Is this where we want? I don't think that's where anybody wants to live. We disagree on too much. <laughs> we don't agree on shit. We're going to start hopping on each other. Y'all y'all really want that? Don't nobody want that kind of smoke. You want to start hopping on each other in the streets? I get the deplatforming part is one thing. Sh cool, fine. You, you can't be on Twitter. I I just honestly as much as it it offends me as an adult that Twitter is not bold enough to say, "Hey, listen, Everybody act responsibly. Don't send death threats to one another. If this guy's saying something and you don't like it, well, bully for you. Figure it out. You're a fucking adult. Fucking figure it out. As opposed to allowing. <laughs> I got to see if I can show y'all something real quick. Because this is. Y'all think, oh, well, what, what the fuck, Warren? I mean, he's a fucking Trump supporter. And blah, blah, blah. You know what? I don't fuck with Trump. I don't fuck with Trump supporters. But you know what I do support? I support their right to speak freely. I support their right to believe what they believe because, again, that's just a selfish thing. It's not because I'm some great humanitarian and that I care and I want everyone to be kumbaya and get into my boat. I don't really give a shit enough. What I care about is my ability to say what the fuck I want to say and have no one telling me that I can or that I can't. Because, again, the precedent that we're setting is very dangerous. Let me see if I can find this clip for y'all, because it's this brand of thinking um, that I want to avoid like the plague. It's this brand of very immature thought process that really, really scares me. We watched it happen with <clears throat> we watched it happen with COVID um, where, you know, this disagreement that the two com our communities are having between those who are very much don't tread on me i don't believe and then that's be that's labeled as dangerous and then you're deplatformed versus you know science or what everybody says is you know science it's pseudoscience on both sides if you ask me um here here we go i want to show you guys something i, I want you to hear something and and, it, and it's this type of it's this mentality that to me is just not it's not conducive to an adult exchange of ideas, even opposing ideas. It's, it's not, it's not conducive to, you know, uh, healthy communication patterns, even that we, that we're in this place of silencing those with whom we disagree as opposed to marshalling and offering up better arguments. And then agreeing to disagree in the instances where we just can't find common ground. That just seems like a very, a very easy concept to, to grasp. I don't, I don't understand it. And I think that I might not be able to find it right. I'll, I'll, I'll splice it into the, I'm going to splice it into the, into the podcast. So, so a leftist student on campus just called campus security on us because apparently we were terrorizing people and riling people up with our dangerous, horrible ideas. Let's see what these, these people have to say. 
Hi, um, there are two people on our campus right here who are with a, a conservative group who are here to try to fear monger students. Prager U. Like Prager University, but they're not an actual legitimate university. Well, they're going up to students and they're trying to ask them questions and such. The goal! I can help. Could you remove these two from the campus, please? The reason? Because they're here to fearmonger students, and that's not okay. Fearmonger. Yeah. Because these are people who are coming in and instigating and terrorizing our students on this campus, and that's not okay. I think all that are they telling do. you that you can't leave the area? Are they threatening you specifically in any way? Not specifically. They're threatening me with their language, with their ideals. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, if your ideals or your, their language doesn't conform to what your thinking is, that's, well, what, that's what it's, that's what freedom of speech is. It's not so if thinking, you agree with something, he agrees with something else, then you guys agree to disagree. So there's nothing you guys can do? No, sir, that's freedom of speech. So that means they're allowed to terrorize students by using Once their... Once again, terrorize is the word that you're using. That's your opinion. I'm here to help you as much as you right. can, but I'm trying to figure out what law they're breaking right now. So you t I'm trying to figure that out. That's why I'm asking you. You just keep, keep giving me ideas, your opinions. And the law is not about opinions, it's about facts. Okay. Are we done here, guys? Thank you, guys. Right. Appreciate it. Have a good afternoon. Sorry for offending you. Anyway, thank you. Because I just think it's a, it's a very juvenile. The, the, the clip that I'm talking about is a young man on a college campus who is uh, being confronted, not even confronted. You know, the, the thing to do now is grab a camera, go out on the streets and see if you can provoke thought or if you can be provocative in, in whatever it is that you're presenting. And this young black man, mind you, <laughs> this is a young black man, calls the police on these dudes on his college campus who are with this group that has this way of being that's, you know, not to his liking. They're very uh, they're very uh, conservative. And he's obviously a young liberal student in college and it's very all understandable. And the thing that he tells the police is, is that these guys are terrorizing me with their ideas. Not specifically. They're threatening me with their language, with their ideas. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> he says this with a straight face. He tells the cop, uh, they're terrorizing me with their ideas. With their language? With listen their ideas? Listen to how that's, listen to that, what I said. They're terrorizing me with their ideas. With their now, language? You know, with their ideas? At the behest of being gruesome, I think of, I hear terrorist, I think bomb strapped to chest, you know, hijacked plane, terror. You can't terrorize someone with your ideas, can you? Unless you strap them to a chair and you're standing in front of them, spitting in their face and espousing your ideas. I guess that could be considered terrorizing someone. Like, we got it. Like, is that? With their language, with their ideas. And that's a very, keeping it a buck. That's a very liberal take on things right now, right? And I understand why. Because hate speech it has wide-ranging effects. You know what also has a wide-ranging effect? When you marginalize someone uh for what it is that they think especially if you marginalize them in that way of like deplatforming do you think they stop thinking what they think of course they don't you know what they do they go off into small silos they congregate together and they become the type of groups that tried to run up in the michigan state house that's where we is that that that's what y'all want to engender that's what happens when america that we've been living in up until this point you know um, we all have to take something into consideration. And that's that if you think that America got as racist as it is right now or as it appears right now over the course of the last three and a half years, as much as I dislike Donald Trump and I think he's a piece of shit, you are not very smart. 
You're just not paying attention. Has he stoked and fanned the flames of, of division just by virtue of being Donald Trump? Of course. Sure. But if you think that it got this bad, you know what, the, you, you, you know what is a bigger contributor to how bad it is? When we got to the point where we were telling people who thought things that were as reprehensible as, you know, black people are lesser than white people or whatever your racist view is. And we deplatform them and we push them. They go off into their silos or they go quietly when the whole world is kumbaya and, and it's not in vogue to be racist and should never be in vogue to be racist. They go off into their little silos. They form their groups and it festers underneath. And then it rears its ugly head one day in 2020, adding to the litany and the list of things that you just have to now be more wary of. Murder hornets, racists, coronavirus, tephus punching. Here's the kicker to Philip Anderson. So he tries to throw a free speech rally that is basically, even though if you don't agree with him, as like I would love to know who doesn't agree with a person that is throwing a rally about free speech just because they're a Republican. Just because maybe they even uh, have an affiliation with a group that we all find distasteful. Who doesn't support free speech? Don't we all? Don't you want to speak freely? I know I do. I created a whole podcast. <laughs> this whole shit. The whole hard truth is based on me wanting to say what I want to say and understanding that the people who listen need to be adult in their listening. And you can disagree with me. I welcome the debate. I welcome the ability to learn from someone who has opposing views. That's the only way you really learn. And the truth of the matter is, is that in order to think, you have to be willing to say something that might offend someone. Because if we all just sat around and rubbed each other's back, and, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's the way that we should all, yeah. If we, that's the, no thought comes out of that. There's no challenge in that. Have you ever been around a group of friends that all they do is affirm everything that you think? Are you guys very ambitious? No. Who doesn't support the ability to speak freely? It's very interesting. But it's a very, right now, it's a very liberal, I'll say, reaction. You know, to, to that's mean. No, you can't speak. And I'm like, okay, maybe you can't speak here, but you should be able to speak somewhere. I support your right to speak somewhere, especially on the public square. And I definitely support your right to speak on the public square. And if you're not calling anyone names and doing things that will, or insulting people, things that should get you punched, in, well, will get you punched in the face, I should say. Maybe they shouldn't, but they will. You walk up on somebody and you call them out of their name and they hit you in the mouth. It's a lesson to be learned about either learn how to use your hands if you go insult people or or don't say things that insult people. Think a little deeper thought. Don't just fire off you're stupid or you're an asshole or whatever to people that you disagree with. Here's the kicker to what happened to Philip Anderson. This is crazy. He holds a free speech rally free speech rally he gets accosted and gets his teeth knocked out he goes to his to his platforms and tells everybody what happened to him and lets everyone know that he you know was attacked and it's all there on video to be seen and then so there's crazy. this i'm an actual victim if i were a democrat right now instagram twitter facebook would be boosting me i'd be the next black lives matter martyr Black man gets sent to the hospital, gets sucker punched two times in the mouth, gets his teeth knocked out. Teethus. But just because I'm a Republican, you want to know what happens? They immediately ban me. They knock <laughs> out my front teeth, and then they ban me on Instagram. God and they put me damn. on a ban on Facebook temporarily. 
completely banned my Instagram account because I have 50,000 followers on there. This is not right. It's unfair. I'm a victim, obviously. Obviously. Why are you banning me? I didn't do anything wrong. You can't even tell me what I did wrong and you banned me. This is why we had our free speech rally in the first place. This is why we're protesting big tech in the first place. It's not a feeling. We don't just think that what you're doing is wrong, big tech. We know. We see you do this every single day. It's a political agenda. And it's not your place to have political agendas. You're supposed to be a neutral platform. Untrue. But like always, you mess with me. Even though I'm an American and I have the right to free speech, I have the right to peaceful protest. Once again, you show me that you are completely against my right to free speech. Now, do you agree or disagree? Let's think about this. His views are distasteful to some, many, maybe everyone, most everyone. You are completely no, against my not. right to peacefully I mean, protest. Half the electorate kind of supports him because he's a Republican. You know, he's, again, he himself isn't a proud boy. He's a black man. Probably pretty kind of hard to be a part of a racist organization, even though he can support one because he, he obviously fucks with the proud boys. He holds a free speech rally, a, 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 a rally that is is telling big tech, hey, we see you. We see what you're doing. You're deplatforming people when you're supposed to be a neutral arbiter of the not not even an arbiter. You're just supposed to be a neutral platform where people post their free thoughts. And big tech is obviously feeling like, no, nah, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to choose who can and can't speak freely here. Now, again, like I told y'all earlier in the show, I support their right to do that. They're private entities. They can take up and take down and put up whoever the fuck they want. Still having said that, you got to start, you know, reading the tea leaves, be an adult. You know what I mean? If, if, if you haven't graduated into the class of person that can hear something that you don't like uh, and marshal a better argument or 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 at least agree to disagree and, 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 and keep it moving. Uh, I don't, it's, you're, you're not the type of person I would want to fuck with anyway, personally, but you would expect that from your neighbor or whomever you got a family group and you're the one family member that thinks alternate to what everybody thinks. And then they kick you out of the family group, I guess. Fine. Yeah, for Facebook and Twitter, it, it's probably not good practice, especially in this case, he was victimized. <laughs> they knocked his fucking teeth out. He holds a free speech rally against their obvious censorship of right-leaning ideals he gets his teeth knocked out he he offers no defense of himself physically he didn't even try to shoot the fair one he was too tall for all that boy we got to work on philip's hands he doesn't even you know he don't get his fade he gets faded <laughs> he gets his teeth knocked out somebody started a fucking <laughs> GoFundMe and he's got like 24 last I saw it was like 26 dollars to get new Tifas so he's gonna have a new nice briny I mean a brand new shiny set of Tifas he gets his teeth knocked out he goes to his platforms he posts it and then they deplatform him <laughs> god damn that's a hell of a Saturday shit that is a hell of a Saturday they knocked out my goddamn teeth. What else did they do to you, Philip? I feel for the boy. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I just feel for him. You are completely against my right to peacefully protest, and I'll probably be banned off Twitter by tomorrow morning because that's what these people do. These people believe that you're slaves. Complete slaves. 
They don't believe that you have the right to be heard. They don't believe that you have the right to be seen. You can only be heard, you can only be seen by other people if you say and do what they want you to do. And no. that's the issue right there. These people Where you stand are on that? Nazis, bro. These people... I mean, I've detailed to you the facts of the story. There's nothing that I said that's untrue. Nothing. It's all true. From the Hunter Biden angle to the Hunter Biden shit being taken off to these guys being inspired to want to have a free speech rally against these teams because they're like, you guys are obviously leaning in one direction. Can you refute it? Maybe you think it's okay. Maybe you think it's all right. You're like, fuck them. They don't ride with my side. Fuck them. You're not the type of person that I would consider now. I just think that's an immature thought. I think that if your answer to ulterior beliefs to opposite belief systems is silence them. I consider you dangerous because you'd silence me if I didn't agree with you next. I'd be the next one you want to silence. But you would always want to be able to speak until someone tried to silence you. And then you'd cry wolf. That's how that goes, by the way. If we don't all have free speech, none of us have it. If we can't all speak freely and say whatever we want, you know, yeah, you cannot yell fire in a theater we all get that when it comes to political views we're just in this very immature space we're in this very immature space where it's it, it, it's 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 almost it's almost as if um as if as if it's thought that this is retribution to the to the I don't know cisgender white male patriarchy that's dominated us all for so long we're going to eliminate their ability to speak okay I dangerous precedent I think so you know what I mean uh bad 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 policy to set I think so not gonna not gonna help the public discourse at all it's not gonna propel us forward Because you're not willing to listen to the other side, hear what their arguments are, marshal, pull your thoughts together and offer a different argument, offer a, you know, a well-placed argument and win in that way, like in a debate. Imagine if in a debate, and we, well, we saw it, the filibuster in a debate, that doesn't work like that. You can't just yell over your opponent, Donald Trump, you moron. You can't just interrupt and interrupt and not hear what the other person has to say. Mike Pence. That's not how that works. Listen to what the fuck they got to say and then offer your better argument. And if we're not sitting on a debate stage, if it's on Facebook or Twitter or, you know, in the public square and these guys are saying this and you don't like it, offer a better argument. And if they don't want to listen, walk away. I don't know what to tell you. Starting to hit people, though, swinging on folks, like I said. I support free speech as a staunch, moderate, independent, critical thinker. And I dare any of y'all, anyone, to tread on my right to speak freely. It's just not going to happen. That's not how we're going to do this. Because it's my God, it's, it's, the, it's the one, you know, a few of the things that you have that are truly yours. Your ability to speak freely is one of them. That are truly yours. That can't be taken away from you. Shouldn't be taken away from you, I should say. Let's hear the rest of what Philip has to say before I get up out of here. And then hopefully I'm going to shoot to get this kid on. You know what I mean? Because I want to know where they're coming from. Again, I don't have to agree with their views to understand that I support his right to speak them. You can only be seen by other people 
if you say and do what they want you to do. And that's the issue right there. These people are total Nazis, bro. These people are total communists. Communists, okay? They're telling you that you're not allowed to have an idea. And if you're able to spread that idea to other people and prove that that's the right way to go, the right way to bring this country together with freedom and free speech and equality for all, guess what? They will immediately ban you. I got no teeth. The man ain't got no teeth. <laughs> he got no teethers. They knocked, they knocked this whole shit out. They fucked this whole front. Look at that. Knocked this whole shit out. And people are ha ha and kicking. And I, I wish a motherfucker would. Put your hands on me if you want to. It's not a dare like that. You know what I mean? But it is a dare like that. It's like, where, where do y'all want to live? Where do we want to live? Where do we want to be? What, 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 what society do you want to live in? I don't fuck with faux freedom. Not faux like F-O-U-R, faux. Faux like fake, F-A-U-X, faux. I don't fuck with that shit. Either we all can speak freely or none of us will be able to. And that is a slippery slope, man. I'm just trying to tell you. Today you're kicking and it's all good and you love it because it's you know your side is winning the the culture war so to speak online today you love it tomorrow it could be you that's uh under the under the the microscope and being told that you can't speak and then what will you do if you don't stand up and defend a man like this you you have to be willing in this life you have to be willing to look at someone who you are diametrically opposed to and say i support their right to freedom in order to support your own and when so when he's throwing around communists, if you understand how it works in communist country, like, I don't know, uh, Russia, if you say anything bad about Vladimir Putin, do you think you'll be walking the streets? No, you won't, because they don't have free speech. They don't have the ability to speak freely. And there are a lot of countries out there like that. Dictatorships. You can say, oh, well, it's Donald Trump. That's not Donald Trump that's banning guys off of off of Twitter. Somebody else is responsible for that. Another line of political thought is responsible for that. This is a, you know, this is a, this is a free being first amendment right issue. This isn't a left or right issue per se. I support anyone's right. Everyone's right. Man, woman, and child. Team Save America. Hell, Proud Boys. Black Panther. Hawk Newsom. Orin Lomena. Name the thing. To think and speak freely. Understand the implications of living in a space where any one person is told they cannot speak and think freely understand what you're signing up for if you support that shit it's only a matter of time for they come for you it's only a matter of time you cannot have that manner of inequity and think that that's going to work out well for anybody in the end that's just not how life works especially when you're talking about power being given it's never relinquished and if you get the you know now again this is to table this. I do support. It's, it's kind of a catch 22. One, I think it's hilarious that, you know, a guy who supports a group 
that is all for punching people in the face with whom you disagree. <laughs> like, uh, and then it turns around, and you get you turn around, and you get punched in the face. It's like, oh shit, shit's getting live in these streets. Brandon Baker, shit's getting live in these streets. I look at myself uh, before I wrap this episode up, and like I said, there'll be a second episode because I hope I can circle back around with Brandon uh, and uh, get his take on on the rally that they were holding. I want to know what their what, what their I want to know what your you know your politics are, and 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 debate you on those politics, Brandon, if you're listening, or anybody from from uh, team from Team Save America. You know what I mean? But I will support. Uh, I will support your right to say it. Because I'll be goddamn if anybody's coming on the whole hard truth and telling me what the fuck to say. I'll be goddamn if some Karen's going to be yelling, I'll cry about it. Cry about it. Cry about it. Cry about it. Without me at least being like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be goddamned if some hooded, masked up Antifa, like, you know, is going to run up on me or anyone and put their hands on me because of what I'm talking about, because of the ideas that I hold. And so to Brandon Baker and whomever else to think that, you know, politics is a little too much to talk about right now. This is what's happening in your streets and mine. This is what's happening. I mean, we had a situation here in my hometown three weeks ago or so where, you know, a man was shot and killed for being involved in some shit that was similar to this. Cold blood. Cold world. Supply your own heat. Hold on real quick. While I'm talking about supply your own heat, what you know about the sounds of the man, sounds of the man, sounds of the man, my nigga Mike. <laughs> Uh-huh. 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 Well, as this story develops, uh, I'm going to keep y'all posted uh, and hopefully have someone from Team Save America um, available later on in this week to circle back and find out what's going on with Philip Anderson. You know, how long does this ban last? Uh, does he see uh, himself returning to the, to the airwaves? Is going to be granted, you know, re-entry into the digital world of conversation or not? Hey, sounds of the man, sounds of the man, sounds of the man. That's my nigga, my coach. What? What? As always, whole hard truth, fam. You got thoughts? You want to add your, your your voice to the conversation? I welcome it. It's the whole hard truth presented by the DNVR Podcast Network Live Edition. This will be uh this will be the uh, episode three that I put up, part one of episode three that will go up this Wednesday. Shut up. Big shout out to my man Brandon Spano and uh, the whole DNVR podcast network staff for having me 
to my man Brandon Baker, EOD Brandon Baker, I'll leave you with this. People never get pissed off about how the Proud Boys are treated, Enrique, because you only see an event as an event. You don't see it as a fight or a war or a battle to win the narrative. Yeah, you didn't get your teeth knocked out, of course, but you're going to be a white supremacist of Uncle Tom and a coon every day for the rest of your life. And I'm exactly. going to get beautiful new teeth. Even more, you look even more nicer than this one. Most I don't think I'm depressed. Guys, I'm wide awoke, though. Oh, my God, that word. I'm wide awoke because I just woke up. All right, that's going to do it. I really appreciate you guys for joining me. It's the whole hard truth on the DNVR podcast network. Preach no matter. Sick.